welcome to today's episode of the Heaven and Ill podcast. I am your host, Elle Edwards, founder of the Itchy Soul Playground and Yuya. Thank you as always for joining me. I'm super excited to be here with you. I was reminded this morning actually through the Holy Spirit Love Note of really why I love doing this. Uh, So the Holy Spirit Love Note today was about those times when you feel overwhelmed. With a housekeeping reminder, if you don't have the Love Notes via email, either come and join us in the playground because playground members get them or you can sign up for free at uria.com forward slash love notes. But the Love Note today was the reminder from Holy Spirit about those times when you feel overwhelmed, when life feels like it's coming at you. It's an invitation. We, we think of those, this is actually not technically to do with today's episode at all. We're going off on a bit of a tangent, but it's a Holy Spirit-led tangent. So we're going to trust that's what it's meant to be. But um, yeah, those times when life feels like it's coming at you and it's a lot, we sometimes talk about that feel, those feelings of overwhelm as being a negative thing because they're not fun. It doesn't feel fun to be overwhelmed when there's just so much coming at you and it can leave you either doubting yourself or it can leave you feeling paralyzed because you don't know what to do. What Holy Spirit was reminding me was actually what if those those times were an opportunity or a nudge or a reminder to climb into God's lap, metaphorically speaking, but I want to encourage you to, to actually consider yourself sitting there with God and, and asking him to remind you of his promises to you. However, he cannot remind you and whisper to you about promises if you haven't heard them. And so unless you have conversations with God, he can't tell you what his promises are. Yes, there are certain promises in the Bible which we can cling on to. You know, there are big ones, like big universal promises, and that's great. And yes, of course, dig into your Bible, find those promises, put your initials next to them if you want to, you know, claim those promises. And at the same time, God is very personal. God is, is relating to you in a, in a very individual way. I was reminded yesterday, actually, and I'm saying thank you, Holy Spirit. I'd forgotten about this until just now. But yesterday, one of my friends shared uh, a Bible verse where it talks about um, being grafted in. Uh, somewhere in John, I believe it is. Uh, and there was a reminder in the notes that every time he uses the word you, it's, it's you singular. It's very personal. You personally were grafted in to all of God's story. And it ties in with what we're going to explore today about roots. Uh, and so, but the reason why this work, therefore, is so important to me, why, and, I, and I'm just so thankful for that extra clarity because it allows me to articulate it to you. It is impossible for you to hear those personal promises from God unless you hear from him. And it doesn't need to be difficult or confusing. If you were to Google, how do I hear from God? You're going to find all of these different articles and blog posts and all these however many steps and hoops to jump through. It's as simple as sitting, I would, this is what I would advocate, pen and pencil. Okay, God, what's on your heart right now? And then writing down what you hear. It can be fun and freeing. It doesn't have to be complicated. And the real benefit of that to you then is that you don't have to wait for somebody else to give you a word. You know, yes, it's great to have those words. I've had many occasions where God's been sharing something with me. And then I've had a friend come along and say, hey, Elle, I see this picture of this thing. And the thing that they describe is like, oh, wow, that feels like real confirmation of what God's been telling me. That's great. But actually the words that you get from other people, the things that other people speak into your life, they really ideally want to be confirmation. They don't want to be, it doesn't want to be the first time you've ever heard this thing. But that can only happen if you're having those conversations with God for yourself. 
It's a slight tangent, but it is related to where we're going as well. So as a reminder, we're in Matthew 13 this week. It's the parable of the sower. And today we're looking at verses 5 and 6 and 20 and 21. I'm going to read these to you. Um, so it's the, this, this, the parable where the seed has been sown. Verse 5, some of the seed, some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, uh, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. We're going to be exploring today. What is it? What, what is your root? And spoiler alert, it all comes back to love. Let's just read verse 20 and 21 as well, because later on in that chapter is where Jesus explains what these different types of uh, growing patterns are. So Jesus says in verse 20, the seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. And I was reminded of those times when you know, somebody hears the good news of Jesus for the first time. Or even, because remember we said this yesterday or maybe Monday, I've always thought of this parable as being about people being about salvation but what holy spirit reminded me and, and shared with me was actually it's about more than that it's about you can take it and, and apply it to your day-to-day life with god as well and so within that context when someone maybe for the first time says hey guess what you can hear from god for yourself and you get really excited about it and you're like wow that's amazing oh i'm so excited and you might be full of passion and you'll be hearing god's heart and it's all wonderful and then life happens stuff comes at you you know it 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 becomes overwhelming and because you have because it's new to you and you're not rooted and established in this practice of hearing god's heart it's like oh it all gets too much and you go okay back to same old same old we don't want same old same old for you the really uh the common example and this doesn't just happen in faith stuff this happens in life whenever have you noticed that when we we, as people as humans we get really really passionate about those things that are new and exciting and we get like the latest diet or if someone stops drinking alcohol or somebody discovers a love of reading or they discover a new author we have this like abounding excitement (gasps) wow it's it's new and it's exciting and that's great Those things are really good for helping us get started. However, at some point, there's going to be bumps along the road. Someone's going to be like, I don't really know where that's coming from. Or they're not going to understand what you're saying. People, some people think I'm crazy. I'm okay with that. I mean, I've been crazy for quite a long time. Uh, (laughs) um, But but that said, some of you will know my story. So I was a complete weirdo in my sort of early early teens my tweet when I was a teenager <laughs> and, and my early teens complete weirdo and then when I became an older teenager I tried to be quite sensible and normal uh, so much so that when I got to my mid-20s I was really fairly miserable uh, and cross and angry a lot of the time it was only actually embracing who it is that God made me to be being that total weirdo again and stepping into that relationship with him that I'm who you know today uh, and so there are many different applications to this but the reminder that what you are rooted in is really important, uh, particularly when life happens. And I was reminded of two things in particular. Two, number one was the power of community. Uh, you know, we said yesterday, God is the first ever community, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. One of the pieces we're going to dig into, I think it's in session one or possibly session two, when we have our one day event uh, on the 26th is this idea of the the Greek picture of God. You know, you've got Zeus and all the 
all these other gods I can't remember the names of now who were like all powerful and oh nobody can beat them they are the supreme rulers of the world and then you have our actual god who is father son and holy spirit and the fact that they were together in community before the world was ever spoken to in existence that's really important because if you have a god who is singular and solo they can't love in the way that god loves god is love and that trinity is just so important so so powerful so that reminder about the power of community adam needed his eve you know we need we need people yes you can do life just you and god uh, and i would and one of the things i was reminded of uh, as i was sitting and hearing god's heart for the for the holy spirit love notes later in the week was that you know when stuff comes up when you have questions for example that the, my natural tendency is to do one of two things i will either google it or i'll ask my friends <laughs> and what holy spirit was challenging me was actually what if you talk to me about it first i'm not afraid of your questions says god you can talk to me about anything like even the things that you think are not like christian questions you can ask me anything uh and so the fact that we can do that is wonderful and amazing and at the same time we are still born to have relationships with other humans so the power of community is that you are if you're rooted in a community of love it means that when life comes at you when people don't quite get you when everything feels like a lot you don't you're not left stranded on your own you can you can reach out to somebody uh, which of course allows me to go yay for the itchy soul playground and that's why i believe we're doing this work and why god is having us do this work in community i'll be quite transparent with you my heart has always been to do this in community every time he niggled me about this work it was always about doing it collectively i have had very little interest over the years in doing one-on-one work yes you can go in theory you can go deeper one-on-one but for me my heart has always been community small groups bigger groups people coming together and doing life together and that's not an accident one of the reminders i got this week and this is true for me so it's and it's true for you too nothing unique about me in that respect you are made to be you and so the the way that you naturally want to do life the the way that you're you tend to ebb and flow those things that excite you there's a reason for that that's the way that you were created and so if you're ever not really sure like okay how do i do this okay well let's start by exploring well what are you excited about how do you love to move through the world because there are clues there along the way it's a little bit of a tangent however somebody needs to hear that the other reminder of course as well is that we are rooted in love we're rooted in jesus and we have two um more references for you this is from ephesians and colossians let's go to ephesians first it's ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 17 18 and 19 uh where are we i this is paul writing to the ephesians church i pray that out of his glorious riches he father god he of his glorious riches as an aside have you noticed i will read it again in a moment have you noticed in the bible that we don't have when we write i'm speaking i do this too when i write stuff and i write he as in god i always capitalize he but in the bible it's not capitalized i'm just saying So there we go. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. 
and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. So being rooted and established in love. And then the other one is Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. So being rooted in Jesus, I was reminded again through the Holy Spirit love note today about this phrase being co-workers with Christ. When you step in today and you do life with God, because you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, they're all God. And yeah, that blows my mind and it's incredible. And I'm also really thankful for it. What you are rooted in makes a difference. I'm just checking my notes to see if there's anything else that Holy Spirit shared, which I did not share with you. I don't think, I think it's all of it. Our roots are important. And uh, this came up as a reminder because of a nudge. A nudge? I'm going to say a, a nudge. That nidge, <laughs> nidge is a conversation, combination of nudge and niggle, in case you ever wondered. It's a nidge. <laughs> we just made up a whole new word. A nidge. It's a nudge and a niggle. So I had a nidge on Saturday uh, to go outside and, and, and do what needed to be done in the garden. Uh, and I noticed so easily that... Um, those little bits of plant that were, or weeds really, that were growing. And they were growing like in the, in the concrete uh, and, and they, they had no root because they couldn't get the roots down, bless them. They were so easy to pull up. And the same is true for you as well. If you try and fly, fly solo and do it all on your own and go, no, no, I don't need people because maybe people have hurt you. Let's be honest, people hurt people. We do this, we're not perfect. Or, you know, maybe maybe you've had time and time again, you've, you've trusted people and it's just, oh, it's one time too many. No, no, I'm gonna do this on my own. The real danger when you do this on your own is that you're leaving yourself unprotected. What's that Proverbs, I think it is, or maybe it's Ecclesiastes, one or the other. You know, that a cord of three is not easily broken. When two lie down together, they keep warm. We're reminded over and over again of the power of community. You're being rooted in love, and that's the real benefit of a safe community is where you can practice love. You can practice walking out what it is for you to be you. Uh, so with that said, you know, if you do need help with this, it doesn't in one it doesn't matter to me if it's the itchy soul playground or not. More important to me is that you have that community, that you have that safe space where you can practice being you, expressing your heart, learning to hear God's heart for you. That's so, so important. And it comes back to trust and really knowing who he is, which is why, like I say, at the end of the month, a couple of weeks, 10 days from now, we're spending the whole day together exploring how is it that God wants to be known by you. As a housekeeping note, if you haven't seen the video, so I recorded a video yesterday after a, what do we, what do we call it? A nidge. <laughs> after a nidge from Holy Spirit yesterday, I recorded a video uh, explaining what we're going to be digging into in each of the four sessions. If you haven't seen that video, go back and have a little look for it. I shall endeavour to remember to link to it in the show notes uh, because I'm really excited about this one. Well, it's, I'm going to be teaching a lot more than I do normally uh, and sharing some of the stuff that I learned last year. It has, I'm going to say this, even though it's going to sound like extreme, not extreme, like fantastical, it has the potential to transform the way that you understand God. I am going to say that based on, because when I learned this, I was like, oh, no way.
way. That's amazing. And it's one of those things that once you see it, you can't help but see it. You can't unsee it in a good way. You know, sometimes we joke and, oh, oh, my eyes, my eyes, I can't unsee it. No, this is a good, this is a good seeing. So if you're not already a member of the Itchy Soul Playground, come and join us, uia.com forward slash join, uh, because it's going to be a really good day. We're going to have space to, to share and talk and explore and hear God's heart for you personally. That is the particular, well, it's the focus always, but the very last session of the day, this is about, okay, what is God saying to you personally? And so if you if you find like, oh, it's really hard to hear God, uh, I would maintain that it doesn't need to be. It's fun. God wants to talk to you. He is talking to you. He loves you so much. So come and join us. And if you're not sure if it's for you or not, check it out. And if you have questions, you can ask me. Anyway, in the meantime, as always, thank you for being here. Thank you for allowing me to share all of the things that Holy Spirit has for us. I shall be back tomorrow. Tomorrow, we are... Ah, tomorrow's an encouraging one. Tomorrow is an, an encouragement for those times when you feel like you're forever. It's called Keep Sewing. So that'll give you a hint for where we're going. Okay? It's an encouraging one. That's my hope and prayer, at least, based on what we've had so far from Holy Spirit. It's an encouraging one. I, my, my goal from tomorrow's episode is you'll leave our time together with a smile on your face. Well, that's always my goal. I love to make you smile. But particularly tomorrow. Tomorrow is an encouraging one rather than a challenging one. Same time, same place. I shall be back tomorrow. As always, have yourself a lovely rest of your day and I shall see you then. Take care. Bye-bye.